0: To, to, there's this, the Holy Spirit's just impressed this on my heart, but I want you to close your eyes a minute. We had a, I had a discussion with a brother earlier this morning about that song. And one thing the Lord just spoke to me about, how, come you remember, how many remember when you were saved? Remember that time? Okay. When I got saved... All I wanted to do was be in his presence. I don't know about you, but I, I remember that time when the veils were lifted off and I could see Jesus. And we all know that God blesses us. And God is a God who wants us to come boldly to his throne. But there was a time where I just said, God, this is good. Just to be in your presence. Just remember that time. This morning, I want to talk about serving. And uh, that's not a popular thing, really, is it? I mean, when I, when I look out, I see a lot of guys here who serve faithfully every Sunday, throughout the week, you know, reload. There's faithful servants here in the, in the body of Christ. But, but talking about serving our community or the world is something totally different uh, it's not different it's kind of the same but i, I there was a verse i came across in first corinthians 9 verse 19. Now, i'm gonna read the text and uh this verse wrecked me and I'll, I'll come to that verse but it says i'll read the text it says for if i preach the gospel i have nothing to boast of for necessity is laid upon me yes woe is me if i do not preach the gospel for if i do this willingly I have a reward. But if against my will I have been entrusted with stewardship, what is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all, that I may win the more. And to the Jews, I became a Jew that I might win Jews to those who are under the law as under the law that I might win those who are under the law to those who are without law as without law, not being without law toward God, but under the law toward Christ that I may win those who are without law to the weak. I became as weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I may by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be partaker of it with you. Now the verse that really got a hold of me, and I, I, I've been chewing on this probably for the last three months, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant or a slave to all that I might win the more. And I'm thinking, is that part of the key to the gospel? Are, are we serving our fellow man we, we all know what it is to serve in the body of Christ, but who are we, are we serving our, our, our community? Are we serving our neighbors? And um, I mean, Paul, basically, we all know the verse, and most of us, at least, have said, I became all things to all men. So Paul's basically saying, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes to get you to come to Jesus. So I read a commentary on this. I was doing some digging, and I want to read this, is from Bible, I'll cite this, this is from BibleRef.com, and this is his interpretation of 1 Corinthians 9.19, he says, what does it mean? His freedom from slavery, slavery were key ideas for Paul. The contrast between servants and masters in the ancient world was much more pronounced than the divide between rich and poor, or between owner and employee, as seen in modern culture. These ideas describe how Paul viewed himself in relation to God, to law of Moses and to other people. He has written of himself in the previous verses as a trusted slave of Christ under orders to preach the gospel message. He carries out that duty because he must. Like the Old Testament prophets, he sees himself as having no choice in the matter. He believes himself to be free. On the other hand, when it comes to those he serves, this was true both legally and spiritually as a roman citizen paul was truly free and not a bonded servant or slave he enjoyed the rights owed to every true citizen of rome in addition he had been freed from responsibility of the law of moses by his faith in christ he owed nothing to the jewish religious leaders and yet paul now says that he has voluntarily declared declared himself as servant slave of all people. In other words, he believes that his mission to reach people with the gospel of Jesus includes placing himself under the authority of everyone, in a sense. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this, and I, and I appreciate the fact that he, he pointed out two things, that Paul was a citizen of Rome. Rome, when he was flogged, the, uh, I can't remember if it was the emperor or whatever, he, he had flogged him, and he says, he uh, says, He talked about his Roman citizenship. And and the man says, well, I paid a good price for my citizenship. And then Paul said, well, I was born a citizen. Paul enjoyed all the freedoms of Rome. And he enjoyed all the freedoms in Christ because he was no longer under the law. But he chooses to put himself as a slave or a servant under authority. I have a couple stories I want to share. Um, one of them is, it's in the context of the church, but um, I was in ensemble or Frontline for 23 years on the platform, I would do camera. But the one thing that I used to have guys come to me and say, hey, you know, I'd like to be on the mic. And I would say, okay, well, maybe I'll record you. Let's come over to my house, or I'll bring something over, and we can record it. I'll give it to Ken, and I'll discuss it with Ken. And, and you'd always want to find out if they had good pitch, all that stuff. But I really wanted to find out where their heart was. Are they willing to serve? For instance, would, if, I, if Ken or whoever it was at the time said, hey, I, I need a case of water. Here's the keys. Could you go to the other side of the building and get a case of water? Would you be the water boy? Would that be beneath you? Would you, I mean... It sounds ridiculous, and none of us would do this, but would you be willing to shine my shoes? Now that sounds, that sounds ridiculous, and they would never ask you to do that, but would you do that? Because I, I understand your heart, and God's called you to this, I, I, I agree with that. It sounds like God has called you to this, but are you willing to do whatever it takes to be a servant, to be a slave, so to speak? And in the context of the community, what are we doing for our neighbors? What simple ways? And we're going to get into that in the discussion questions. Uh, We're going to be asking that. Um, But uh, there's a um, there's a story I want to show you. Um, This is uh, Keanu Reeves on a subway. So have you got that cute? Good. Pretty simple, right? Very simple. Um, it's, It's a. It's a little thing that we look at. He gave up his seat. Now, this guy, never mind this guy's worth. I, I checked his net worth is like $380 million. And he's riding a subway, and he chooses to give up his seat. Now, I don't know, I don't know too, too much about Keanu Reeves. He's an actor, but I do know that's Christ-like. What are the little things that we do in the store? Julie and I have this thing where we, uh, we'll be at Aldi. You know, And we have this cart that's not quite full, but you see people behind you that have maybe a smattering of items. Just the other day, a uh, guy had, bag, he had some bags full. You could tell it was heavy. I said, go ahead. He, no, 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 I got some. Please, we're fine. We're not in a hurry. Little things like that that go a long way to serving our fellow man. Um, and so my thing is like with, with Keanu Reeves is nothing is beneath you. Uh, be sensitive to the surround, your surroundings. That's the other thing. He could have been on his phone and have been oblivious to someone standing here, right? I mean, I'm the first to admit I'm, I like looking at my phone. Okay? So I can, I can uh, be guilty of that. But we have to be sensitive to our surroundings at times, what, what people need, and then don't make a big deal out of it. Um, I was uh, Another story I have is, is my daughter... When she was in basketball at at, uh, at Northview, we played a, a basketball game, and uh, she she was playing Unity uh, Christian, and we were there, and it was honest to God. I have been to I've seen sporting events. I've seen on television. I've seen, I've been to them. This was one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my life, and I'm not just saying that because that was my daughter. It was like. A battle, a war, you, whatever it was, it was amazing. Our, one of our star guards was foul trouble. Some gal got a concussion. One of our players, star players, got con- it was crazy. So, but my daughter, what was cool about it is when she was on the bench, after she was play- got playing time, but when she was on the bench, they she, they came off the, off the floor, and she was the first to go get waters. Man, what do you need? What do you need? Here, here's some waters. And they were she was just. I, and that was what I was most proud of. I was proud of her playing, but I was proud of her serving more. And that's what we have to, to, to instill in our kids, being, being a servant. Um, now, there's a couple of different things I want to talk about. For instance, uh, how many are serving your wife? Now I've gone from preaching to meddling, okay? So, right? so so what does that mean like like yesterday i gotta, i gotta say this yesterday um so this this coming sunday julie and i'll be married 40 years so thank you but but you know what i feel like i feel like i have another 40 to get better really really i do because like yesterday uh julie says hey could you go to the store and get some uh topsoil for me i said yeah sure i only got a couple bags came back, and here you go. You know, I got, I think I got three bags or something like that. And she's raking another part, and she goes, I could use four more bags. Go, well, why didn't you say, so? you know, okay, <laughs> I'll be glad to go get you some, you know, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I did. But it's, it's funny, because those little things, and you know, my wife, she's a tremendous servant. Uh, she's, I, I married up, okay, I'll be the first to admit it. She's, She's an incredible blessing. But, you know, those little things like that, how can you serve your wife? Uh, has, has, have any of you guys actually massaged their feet? Okay. See? That's good. I, I see some guys doing that. Uh, rub their back, whatever. That, that's the epitome of being a servant, you know. And, 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 but in the context of serving our community, you know, um, those are those are just pictures for instance um, one of the things that i do in a practical way is i happen to do a podcast for the grand rapids police department and um it's something i do for free i don't charge them anything they give me full access i I have security clearance i go in there i go they have a they have a studio i go in there and we do a podcast but that's my way of serving the community and I, i i feel like there's practical ways we can do that to our neighborhood the other day we had I had a drive. I think called a driveway jam. Me and Kurt, Sonier, who's not here right now. He's he's gone today. But we had a little driveway jam. You know, we just people came in from our from our neighborhood and just watched. And they said, and it happened to be during our power outage. And they just said, you know, this was a great reprieve for us. And it was a small way of just serving. And um, that's what I want to talk about. In the questions that I'm going to bring up, I want to ask you guys: What are some practical ways that you can serve your community, and what does that look like? So, if you want to pop those questions up, I'll come up afterwards. And uh, yeah, go ahead and go at it. All right, guys, I'm going to have Ricky go from table to table, and we're going to talk about some of these questions um, and. uh, Does anybody want to talk about question number one at all? Anybody have any comments on that? Or or question number two? One? Okay. Yep.
1: Uh, So right here where it says, like, what do you think Paul meant when he said made servant of all? What we thought about is we kind of went to a couple different verses. I got to flip and find them in my Bible. But uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says... Uh, yeah, Romans 12, 3. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought mm, to, but word. to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted each a measure of faith. So we thought about the fact of, like, there comes a, there comes an, uh, an opportunity. We often have many opportunities to say, like, how am I thinking of myself? And then in Philippians 2. Verse three, it says something super similar. Got to go to Philippians real quick. Philippians two, verse three says, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Mm. And it's like, man, that's hard. Like there's times we're just talking, the, the conversation we're having right now is like, there's moments where that's easy to do, but there's a lot of moments where that's really hard to do. Yeah. You know, and then I love one of the one of the aspects of that, as we talked about, you mentioned when you had to go get the extra bags of soil and the 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 the, the fact that it's OK inside inside to battle with something, but have your external response be the right way. Mm-hmm. And that's OK to walk through that moment, sure, sure. but just, you know, right. So No, yeah. I love
0: those two verses. Those are fantastic verses.
1: Those are great.
2: Thank you for that. And go ahead. So, quick comment, I mean, when I looked up there, it was, it was apparent the made myself. You know, he was extremely intentional. You think about the intelligence that Paul had and all that he had done and how he'd risen up into the you know, um, Jewish hierarchy and he was um, out on mission, commander of the Jewish army persecuting Christians, right? That was his role was at the top. But when he stepped in, when he was knocked off his donkey he then learned how to, how to make himself something lower. He made himself a servant intent so there was so much intentionality when you read his words throughout his uh, his writings, you know he's making himself think of himself and lower and, and you know considering Christ as uh, extreme servant and example for all. Mm, amen. You know and that intentionality I think, is something I can take to heart you know as I do what I do and um, making sure that i'm considering um being being that servant putting myself in a place that's um helping others for sure yeah and i'm sure as a pharisee he had an awful lot of pride
0: yeah yeah can you imagine when you think about that and then you're right knocked him off his donkey and yeah good okay ron
3: off his donkey
4: (laughs) so one of the things we talked about was maybe more towards on three Mm mm-hmm And it's serving that person that you don't get along with. Uh. It's serving that neighbor that is a pain in the butt, or that coworker that um, you have difficulties with. Maybe it's because they just don't like you, or maybe because of your Christian beliefs, or whatever. Um, But actions speak louder than words. Right. And so when we put that person ahead of our own feelings, Serving them, doing things for that person, it shows them the love of Christ. Amen. It it takes away all that, and it it humbles our hearts as well. Yes. yes. When we when we do that, we but that's that's the hard one. Is is serving that person that we don't get along with? That serving right. that person that no matter what you do, no matter how often you help that person, they're still a, a jerk to you. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Um, but that's that's the context of evangelism, mm-hmm. that's of showing the them the love of Christ.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And w- what was the verse in Philippians, Tim, when you talked about steam others better than themselves? Philippians 2.3. And so, so I think that's kind of what you're saying, too, is you, you're, you're esteeming them better in that sense. And I mean, you're looking at them and, 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 and just end up with loving eyes, yeah. Anybody else? Back there, looks like. Bobby?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing with the whole servant thing is it's so counter-cultural and counter-sin nature that Mm -hmm. the devil just tries to infect the entire world with the mentality of oppression, you know, oppress others to lift yourself up, oppress others to exalt yourself, mm-hmm. especially as men to look more powerful, more attractive, more influential, and choosing to submit yourself just makes you look so different. You know, I think of the Chosen series where all the fish are swimming one way and yeah. then it changes color and swims the other way. Like, that's, that's us. You know, we are meant right. to look different because if we look just like the world, then nobody ever... Yeah, we're not, we're not being the salt.
0: Anyway, that's so good. And I was thinking of that, too. The, the, our, the kingdom of God looks, it's just totally flipped. Because you think about it, it a, a regular king, an earthly king, is going to say, hey, servants and peasants, you know, do this for me. Jesus said, I came not to be served, but to serve. What was one of the practical ways he served in, in the Gospels? What did he do? He washed washed feet, exactly. I mean, obviously, he gave up his life, which was the ultimate sacrifice. But washing the feet. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But what, just washing feet. Would, a king, would an earthly king do that to a servant? Or, I don't know of any, but maybe. But anyway, a good king, I guess. Anybody else? These are great. These are really good. Looks like Bob over here has got something.
4: Yeah, one of the things God has been impressing on me the last couple of years is, if we're going to change our culture, I think it's going to be through serving. You know, we look around. I live in a neighborhood as a conservative that is predominantly liberal. Mm-hmm. So one way I can reach my neighbors for Christ is serving them mm-hmm. and just being that good neighbor and yeah. everything. You know, I deliberately will not put political signs right. or fly anything in my neighborhood because I don't want to cause conflict. Sure. You know, sure. and there could be conflict already that's yeah. built in. Yeah. So by just serving them, maybe I can change my neighborhood. Good. That way, just through serving. That's good.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it's just the little things, right? I mean, it might be a big thing to say, hey, go to your neighbor. I I remember last winter, I went to my my neighbor's, an older lady, and I said, it's just a blizzard. And I said, do you got somebody snow blowing your driveway? I'll do it. Oh, no, I got somebody. Just the little things, though, that you can offer and say, hey, what can I do to help you? You know, I'm here to serve. You know, anybody else? Rick
5: 18 years ago my wife had a stroke and it it put me in a position that I had to I had to serve and she always felt like she was a burden but I reassured her every time that that was part of my vows to her you know for better or for worse and to be there for her so mm-hmm. In that, we, we've grown so much closer together just by the simple reason of humbling myself and doing my Martha Stewart chores joyfully. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, my sisters years back taught me how to sew, and I had to learn how to cook as a, as a young man because my mom and dad were divorced, and so therefore, my brother and I had appetites and we learned how to cook. So all these skills God had already prepared me for years prior, so falling into that position of serving my wife has just been a joy.
0: Mm, That's good. And
5: that has been, I mean, it's it's seen outwardly to other people. Sure. And it's Mm. noticed so. That's good. But that's not what it's about. It's there for my wife because I love her, but we've grown closer together because of it. That's good. If any man thinks that that's, you know, below themselves, give it a try. Yeah. Give it a try. Mm. I'm not saying that it's been a bowl of cherries without a pit in it every now and then. But, you know, I don't let the sun set on any argument or disagreement. We come together on that by the end of the day. That's
0: good. Thank you for sharing that, Rick. That's awesome. Well, I, that is thank you for that uh and beautiful story and thank you for all your input so we'll continue with this next week to let you guys go hey bruce
3: do you mind if yeah. i say something real quick too? yeah go ahead yeah and i just felt like kind of in alignment with what rick said but the reality too is that you know we're talking about community and whatnot but some of you guys are already serving right mm-hmm. in certain ways whether it's Serving one of your loved ones, right? My mom, she had made this comment to me about a year or so ago after my grandma had passed. And she said, Ricky, now I feel like I can go and serve, right? And I said, Mom, you've been serving for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How much you give yourself, how much you pour into another life, how much you're investing into them. And she had this mindset. If it's not within the church or within the community, then it's not counted as serving. And I'm like, Mom, you've given your life. And, And even now, she's still watching her older brother who's battling some mental stuff, and I'm like, you are serving, and we, I, I think so often we get uh, tied down to the religious thought of we need to serve in this way, and God's like, man, when you're looking out for this person, you're looking out for them, Amen. right, when you're doing this for that person, that's what the, you are serving, and so I just wanted to say, too, is that if it, if it just because it doesn't look a certain way, doesn't mean it isn't, right, right? and not to, to box what God's doing in your life in, because it doesn't look a certain way.
0: Good. So, good. Thank you, Ricky. Good. Well, let me close in prayer and just bless you guys. And we'll continue with this next week. Father, we thank you for uh, helping us to be a servant of, of, of our community and of our brothers and sisters in Christ and what that looks like and to study your life and what you did. I, you said, I came not to be served, but to serve. And, and what an example. It goes countercultural to what we believe and what we've been taught. But we know what your word says, Lord, and we stand on your word and we want to be a better servant. We thank you for blessing my brothers here. I thank you for just doing your work in us. I speak your shed blood over each one and their families. And may they be a blessing and may we be a blessing to our community. In Jesus' name, amen.